Samuel Leeds has called me a cheat and I'm putting the record straight. Hi, I'm Rob Moore, host of Disruptors. This is Harry, producer of Disruptors. I also own the biggest property training company in the UK by a long way. Samuel, the biggest. So in case you haven't heard, I got called out for a fight live on a podcast in this studio by Samuel Leeds, the upstart, the bully. So on July the 1st, I'm knocking him out. Like to see you there. Rob, why are you doing this video? Um, because Samuel Leeds is a purveyor of nonsense, bullshit and lies. I counted four indiscrepancies in some things he said recently. He's trolling me online at the moment. He's even gone as far as called me a cheat and I need to put the record straight. Okay, so we've got a load of things here that um, is accused against you. And like you said, you want to set the record straight. So let's just go through them one by one. Are you a cheat? No. I mean, I haven't even had the fight yet. <laughs> so how can I be a cheat in a fight I haven't had yet? Well, it is alleged that uh, your friends are going to be the judges and the referee. We don't have the judges yet. I don't think it's alleged that my friends are going to be the judges. I think it's alleged that uh, my friends are the judges, but we haven't got the judges agreed. That is not agreed. We have an agreed by both parties, professional company running the event. And Samuel doesn't want them to assign the judges, but they are a professional company. He believes that I am friends uh, with the owner, which I'm not, I didn't know him. I knew him a few days before this fight. Um, although the first sort of six weeks of organizing the fight, Samuel didn't turn up to any of the Zoom meetings we had, his brother Russell did. And his brother Russell agreed it all and we agreed that they would host the fight. You need a professional company running a boxing event. Samuel and I can't run a boxing event. We can do property events. I can do big ones, he can do small ones. Um, but we can't run a boxing event. So why hire a boxing firm, a professional outfit, and then accuse me of having judges as friends when we haven't even got it agreed? It's just nonsense. It's just an excuse that he's setting up so when I win the fight, he can say it was a fix. So what is the current terms and negotiations then? Well, currently, we don't have any judges agreed for the fight, which is why everything you said about me cheating and getting my friends as judges is nonsense. That still needs to be agreed. And we've jointly hired a company to do that. And he's trying to, oh, uh, uh, no, let, we need to, here's what he said. He said, what we need to do is get the lawyers to sort out the refs and the judges. That's not a lawyer's job. What's a lawyer gonna do? And, and like, if, if I source the judges and send to our lawyers, he's gonna disagree. If he sources the judges and sends to our lawyers, we're gonna disagree. That's why you have an independent company that he's agreed to employ, that he's already paid money. I don't know what wacky shit he took this weekend when he did his posts, but yeah, it's bollocks. What do you want? What are your terms? Well, I'm happy for uh, any independent judges to sign a waiver to say that they don't know who Samuel and I are. And we have an independent company to source us independent judges for that reason. If I wanted to source judges myself, I wouldn't have hired an independent company. Also, if you think about the independent company, white collar boxing events, why are they gonna risk their reputation? I think Samuel Leeds has got confused. He's not Tommy Fury. He's not Jake Paul. He's not Floyd Mayweather. He's Samuel Leeds. No one gives a fuck. Why would anyone give a fuck if his fight is fixed? No one gives a fuck. Why are any judges or the owner and event organizer of a professional outfit gonna risk their entire career and reputation by fixing or giving me, Rob Moore, who also no one cares about, a win in a white collar charity event? It's just not gonna happen. It's just, 
He, he knows he's lost already. He's setting up the excuses in advance, mate. And you know it as well. You know it. Something else he said as well is that you've got vast amount of boxing experience, that uh, he's coming into this a lot less experienced than you, so you have an advantage. What would you say about that? Because I know you do have some martial arts background, but not in boxing. Is that right? Yeah, I have never boxed in my life until whenever we started this training. What, 18 weeks ago, something like that. Um, hand on heart, I have never boxed. Um, I have done martial arts 20 odd years ago, which Samuel knew mm. before he called me out. Um, interestingly, I actually did think that gave me an advantage and I had some confidence, you know, I'd, I'd um, done some martial arts, some kickboxing, but once you learn some basic boxing techniques, they're completely different, as you know. And what, look, you saw when I started, and you see where I'm at now, you know I wasn't a boxer and didn't have any boxing experience. Um, again, where's he got that shit from? And what does it even matter anyway? He called me out for a fight. So it doesn't even, if I'm Floyd Mayweather and he calls me out for a fight, he can't think, oh, but yeah, but Floyd, you know, you've, you've done professional boxing. He called me out for a fight and I said yes. So it, what does it even matter? Because he, he even said most people would cancel the fight. No, you might, I wouldn't. Like I'm in now. If secretly he'd been hiding his boxing skills and he was a proficient boxer, that's my fault in the research. I'm still fighting. So what is that? It's just... It's more nonsense. Bullshit nonsense and lies. Well, he says um, you called him out for a fight. Well, like, he said, she said, no, you didn't, no, you didn't, no, you punched me first, no, my dad's harder than your dad. I mean, it's there, live on YouTube. It is there. He sits down in this seat. He says, I understand you think you could take me in a fight. Will you put your money where your mouth is? That is verbatim the phrase. You were behind the camera. You saw it. How is that me calling him out? And what does it even matter anyway? I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to take the 100 grand, which, by the way, I'm giving to charity. First off, um, he wanted to use half the 100 grand to troll me with billboard ads in Peterborough. So it just shows the different kind of humans that are getting in the ring here. Like, I'm doing this for charity. Like some people have even said, why bother even fighting and risking? Why don't you both just give money away? Because then we'd have to halve it. But when I win the fight and I get the 100 grand and hopefully the net proceeds, which might be 30 grand plus, that's 130 grand. I'm going to do some good shit with that. I'm going to help a lot of people with that. People have asked me, what are you going to do after the fight? I'm going to go and give that 130 grand to people who need it, who need help. So obviously this bet started as a 50 grand bet. Yeah. And then when we were doing the contract negotiations, it got doubled to 100 grand. Yeah. Like, why did that happen? And why were you so adamant, bang, I'm gonna, hurt, but I'm gonna bet 100 grand, not 50 grand? Well, he upped the bet to 100 grand, so he's gotta take that. But I will be honest with you, I think I did get carried away. <laughs> um, because I, I was trolling him for probably not having much money in his bank, and certainly not having as much money as me, because he kept trying to goad me, oh, maybe we're the biggest property company, and blah, blah, blah. And, I've got five milli sat in the bank. And he was like goading me. And my wife told me off for that. You were there when I phoned her. She yeah. bollocked me. <laughs> and I will put my hands up and say, um, I goaded him into upping that bet. I mean, I didn't intend for him to up the bet, but I was goading him, which I felt was justified. And then he upped it to 100. And of course, I was never going to back down then, was I? I mean, 100 grand to me is not enough to hurt, but it's enough to hurt. So it's that kind of money whereby... I know to a lot of people, that's a lot of money. And that's why I want to give it all to charity. How confident are you at winning this fight? 
a 99.9 recurring percent. There's only a, a 0 0.0 recurring 1% chance of me losing, which is the one that's always there, which is the puncher's chance. So would you increase the bet? If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. Are you goading me? Can I phone my wife and check? Does the bet need to be increased? No, I think it's good where it is. Mm. You know, that's a lot of money to charity, 130 grand in, in, in one go at one event. You know, I'm, I'm pleased and proud of that. Yeah. Well, I heard through the grapevine that you're going to spend your winnings on an Aston Martin DBS. It's just what, <laughs> um, what is it? Nonsense, bullshit and lies. So I pledged immediately to give my winnings 100 grand away to charity. Mm -hmm. He pledged to spend half of it trolling me on billboard ads in Peterborough. By the way, it, all of these things can be corroborated on the YouTube videos and on the podcasts. So he initially did not have the intention of giving away more than 50% of that money to charity. I immediately had the intention to give it all away. So why would I now, a few weeks before the fight, say, oh, I'm going to spend the um, what I had pledged as a charity donation on a DBS. I could buy 10, 20, 50. I, I could buy 50 DBSs, cash. So I'm not spending charity money that I win from Samuel Leeds on a DBS. It's a little present for myself and my wife for the challenges that we've both gone through. Because by the way, when you sign up for a fight, the wife has it as hard as the fighter for sure. So it's just a little present that I will be buying myself with my money. I don't need to give charity money away. My money. So where has all this come from where, oh, you're going to spend the winnings on a new car? Where's that come from? I don't know. He, he seemed, he's good at fantasy. So if we were playing PlayStation boxing, he'd probably beat me because he's good <laughs> at fantasy. But actual reality, I don't know where. I mean, in our... Um, standoff that turned into a brawl. He said, you're 20 years older than me. And we were actually worked it out and I'm 13 years older than him. So he tends to add that like 50% 50, 50 plus. It seems to add on exaggeration for everything. <sighs> or maybe he's just doing it because he's a troll. I don't know. Why did you accept this challenge? Um, because I felt that a lot of people would like to see him put in his place. And this is one way I, that I could be the purveyor of that. Um, but that was probably only 10% of it. As you know, I love a challenge and I step up to challenges and my businesses are in great shape. I'd probably got a little bit 
bored or s sort of steady. And this felt like a new challenge for me. I'm not fighting Samuel Leeds on July the 1st. I'm fighting the best version of myself. And I'm making sure that the very worst me is 10 times better than the very best him. That's how I'm training. Samuel Leeds just happens to be the other guy in the ring. It could be anyone in the ring. But, you know, I've lost a lot of weight. I'm, you know, immensely fitter and faster and stronger. So a challenge was actually... So 10-odd percent of it is ego. Maybe 30, 40 percent is sort of the challenge. And then the, the major reason is to give all that money away to, to charity. It's a great thing to do. I've given away... I might have even given away more than a million pounds. I don't sort of keep an exact tally. But, you know, I broke the world record for the longest public speech. We gave away over 120,000 that. We broke the team world record public speech. We gave away, again, over 120,000 for that. We've given a lot of money over away. And the best way to make a big lump to give to charity is to do a special event. And this is a special event. It's a complete one-off. I mean, it's virtually sold out now. Mm. So the last time you met Samuel and you were face-to-face, -face, it got a bit heated. He, uh, he pushed me when my back was turned. He criticised your attire. Uh, uh, coming made... from him. Yeah. <laughs> he made comments He's about... He's still in his pyjamas, I think. Is the beef real? Um, honestly, I don't hate the man because I don't hate any man. But if there's someone I dislike the most currently breathing in the universe, it's Samuel Leeds. So the beef is real. We've staged nothing. Um, we have to talk because we have to organise an event. Um, I think he believes everything he says. I certainly believe everything I say. So the beef is real. What's it like doing business with someone you're going to go to war with on July the 1st? I mean, imagine you're trying to catch an eel in your hands and someone's covered it in Vaseline. Imagine how slippery it is trying to hold on to that slippery fucker. That's what it's like dealing with Samuel Leeds. I, I mean, he might even lube himself up in the ring. <laughs> That's how slippery the guy is. He's going to need to lube up his chin. <laughs> when Samuel Leeds loses on July the 1st, what punishment are you going to bestow upon him? Losing the fight is punishment enough. I reserve the right to refer to, call back to, and or promote my victory for the rest of my life, which hopefully is a good 50 years plus VAT. But look, I respect anyone who gets in the ring. When we had this bullshit where he pushed me from behind and his team kicked off on us and all this, my respect for him went down. But I will say this, at the moment he hasn't backed out, maybe he will. He threatened to before. If he steps in that ring with me, which he's committed to do, and he goes three two-minute rounds with me, I'll respect him for doing that. But he hasn't done it yet. And he even said, oh, most people would cancel this fight. No, they wouldn't. No one would cancel this fight because we've sold all bar a handful of tickets. 1,600 people are going to be there. Why would anyone, why would you cancel this fight? I'm not cancelling this fight. If I break my hand, I'll knock him out with the other one. I'm not cancelling this fight. Okay. So in a Jake Paul fight, one of the losers, I think it was with Tyron Woodley, uh, Jake said, oh, the loser has to get the other opponent's name tattooed on their ass. So would you put any uh, obligations like that in? Would you make him sell all of his cars and he has to drive some little crappy little Fiat or something like that? Is there not anything you're going to force Yeah, him? I mean, if Samuel Leeds has a problem with me getting an Aston Martin DBS when I win, 
Um, I'm quite happy to agree that the loser has to drive um, an old school Mini that from a width point of view would be hard for him to get in. <laughs> and from a height point of view would be hard for me to get in. I'm happy to do that. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. And by the way, if you haven't got your ticket yet for the fight, it's July the 1st. It is Brentwood Essex. It's morevleads.com. I know we only have standard tickets left. Um, last time we looked, we had about, sold about 19 twentieths. What's that? 95% uh, roughly of the tickets. So you want to be quick. And also, as a um, special bonus, anyone who gets a ticket or makes the equivalent donation, I'm going to give them access to an eight-week Money Mastermind University that I'm doing after the fight. So 16 hours of hardcore modules on making, managing, and multiplying money on the story, the history, the psychology, the strategies, the tactics, the skill set, and the mindset of money. I'm going to do a whole deep dive online university on that. Anyone who grabs a ticket at morevleads.com, I will give you free access to that. Is Samuel Lee scared? Oh, he was scared from the start. It's obvious, isn't it? He is very scared. And he should be. Then why do you think he took this challenge? I've often asked that because I don't believe he thinks he's going to win. I think he gave away all the signs. Oh, I'm going to be on holiday. Oh, I'll probably guess out. Oh, it's really hard. Blah, blah, blah. He gave all these excuses. Oh, most people would probably cancel the fight. Oh, Rob's been fighting with professional boxers. Oh, Rob's getting his friends to be judges. You know, all the excuses coming out just tell me he's scared. Because I didn't even think about any of that stuff. I'm just training and then I'm going to fight. He's scared. I think he took it on because I think he sees it as an opportunity to leverage me and my reputation and my brand and, and pull his property company and brand up sort of nearer mine. That, that would be my guess. Rob, I think we've got a special announcement. Yes. Yeah, so I've been holding this back until I was 100% sure. Um, but I can officially announce that um, my team, including Harry, the producer, are fighting on the undercard versus Samuel Leeds' team. So there's likely to be between 8 and 15 fights between my team, partners, speakers, trainers and sales guys versus Samuel Leeds. So it's not just going to be Rob Moore versus Samuel Leeds. It's Samuel Leeds' business and brand versus some of Rob Moore's team. So it's going to be epic. There's the individual and the team game. How are you feeling about the fight? I'm very excited. I just want to get in there July the 1st and do the business, boy. Bosh. Finally, Rob, to that camera right there, can you send a love letter to Samuel Leeds? Samuel, if you're watching this, cut all the bullshit and get ready for war.